knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Answer Report Podcast. This is Answer Report Podcast number 43, if my memory serves me correct, because 42 was last week, and 41 was I the week before that. I believe 43 comes after 42. That is exactly what happens. Anyway, I'm here with my brother, Jason. Hello. And I hope you guys have, are having an excellent week. Today's Pokemon Day. Wow. Pokemon comes out today. And I'm not playing it. I'm also, at work. Also, <laughs> Jedi, Jedi Fallen, Order. Fallen Order comes out today. A lot of good video game releases today. Not really a lot of Kingdom Hearts news today, but that's okay. Because we're all Kingdom Hearts all the time around here on the Answer Report podcast. And we got some different... I got, I'm winging this a little bit. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm oh, my this a God. Bit. So, first of all... We He's have a new just podcast as review. As we, are. we have a new podcast review, and it wasn't done on iTunes. It was done on YouTube. Oh, and that's that's more than welcome. Cool. And it's from uh, our good friend Tyler Sims. Yo, what up, Tyler? Okay. And he says, "I finally caught up to the podcast. Almost forty-five hours listening to you guys. Holy so here's shit! Here's my review now. <laughs> he, very qualified." Yeah. It's a very great and funny podcast about Kingdom Hearts. They don't take themselves too seriously, and the energy they give off is fantastic. I always Thank laugh you. at Mike going off about bigger cage YouTubers because even though I watch some of their stuff, mostly cynical, it's absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> but the guys have a neat perspective and jokes that are pretty fresh. I've also never met people who hated Jiminy Cricket with such a pat- <laughs> passion. All in all, 11 out of 10 podcast. Thank you. So thank you for that. Thank I, rev- you. I reviewed his review, and I said, I give this review 358 out of two stars out of 13 darknesses. So thank you. That's Tyler. really fucked up that you'd give him that lowest score, dude. No, that's like the highest score. The only thing I could have done to make the score higher is add final mix to it. Exactly. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll be redacted. IGN. I'm going to be IGN and I'm retroactively change my review because I'm mad about it. Right. Because you're <laughs> mad about it. So now it's a final mix version. Of okay. That. Thank and that's you. That's the highest review. That's the highest thank star you. rating I can give. Um, <laughs> so thank you, Tyler, for that. <laughs> And that's all I got for the show this week. We're two and a half minutes in, so... Yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. Just kidding. That's not all I have for the show. That's not all I have. So we watched a video, Jason. I wish... Side note, I wish there was a way to be like... Like track how much people have watched, right? And then it like automatically, like, you know, when they're watching, they just get a little, a little like crown. So it's like, oh, you've watched like... Ten hours. You want to start giving bronze crown for watching the podcast? Well, just like, hey, dude, here's a bronze crown. Maybe, maybe when we get back into streaming, that'll be the that, that's, that's. I mean, easy. we can give people crowns. That's easy. That's easy. Yeah. I want to give away the little um, like the symbols you get for beating things and like hard things in Kingdom Hearts. What are those? Oh, called? the proofs. The proofs. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I want to give someone. Well, the, I was just thinking like the bronze, silver, and gold crown. I want to give someone the proof of non-existence. <laughs> that's my favorite one because it makes zero sense. Nomura. Proof of non-existence. Yeah. Nomura's again in studio. He's sitting right next to us. Yeah. He doesn't have much to say this week. He's uh, taking a break from working on Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. He's definitely not working on Remind, which is going to trigger a lot of people. <laughs> but uh, that's okay with us. We're, we're not upset about that. 
So he put the B team on it. Speaking of people that are <laughs> upset, we watched some YouTube videos this week. Yes. Of different cage creators and different videos. I got uh, triggered. Jason, we'll <laughs> talk about that one in a minute. Triggered. Let's talk about the first one we watched, which was a video by Bioroxis. Shout out to Bioroxis. We've Bio shouted Roxas. out Bioroxis before on our channel. Uh, he does some really cool form change videos um, where he talks about form changes. Yeah. But this video... And it was sent to me by Henry, as always. Henry's just sending me videos left and right on Twitter. Bow, 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 bow. Uh, but this video in particular talked about the connection or hopeful or uh, not hopeful, but the possibilities, possible connection between Shion and Scold. And there was some stuff about it that I thought was pretty cool. Uh, it, they're interesting connections. And it's, it's, I mean, I've never really questioned why Shion has dark hair yeah because it's like how do we make Kyrie hotter give her dark well, hair dog I, that, i'm not questioning that part <laughs> of it but i mean from a lore perspective right right why why does Kyrie have dark hair when it is interesting well and it's like that why does she don't have dark hair why does nominee have blonde hair you could say roxas but that roxas's hair isn't that blonde it's not exactly Yeah, true. like what witch has blonde hair, dude? Right. So it's 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 interesting to think about could Scold and Shion or no, I'm sorry, Kyrie, cuz the, the the what they what they paint for us is that Scold and Kyrie share or were in we're near, both in nearby cells in Hollow Bastion and that's how they made a connection with each right. other and then when she got sent off to Destiny Island by Xanor Terranor um, you know that connection stayed with her, and then when Shion was birthed of, well, Shion's a clone, so Shion wasn't birthed from the heart being removed, but she her heart started to be or Sora's heart started to get put in her heart. The and memories of Kyrie, the were memories of Kyrie, and then that's why cer certain people see certain things when they look at her. Yeah, so like Zigbar sees Ventus because he has a connection to Ventus from both the Union Cross days and the BBS days. Right. Um, and uh, Axel she's kinda like Domine a She's kind of like a mirror. Right, right. Not a mirror per se, because a mirror would just show yourself. She's like a ditto. Yeah, yes. No, that's like a mirror. Yeah, you're work. right. That's still not right. Um, it, it's a mirror to what your heart wants to see. It's uh, she's like that uh, ponds that Mulan looks in, and the mo no way that's just her reflection too. <sighs> There's no metaphor I could possibly make that would do this properly. Why does she own look like a guy? <laughs> <laughs> that's what triggered me when she turned into Ventus. I was like, or and Sora. Yeah, that's off putting, dog. Right, it is a little off putting. I think Roxas was into it more though when. She had Sora's head. No, no, no. It was like young Sora, too. Yeah. So it was like. It was just woke up at the beach for day one, Sora. <laughs> yeah. Big, big blue, weird eyes. Um. So. But it basically, it's not just like guessing, right? Because in the secret reports, which if you had listened to our previous podcast, we talked about all the ones in KH1. But well, those are answer reports, not secret reports. Right, right, right. But uh, thank you for clarifying. But Ansem does some some tests. Who knows what else? To Kyrie, 
And that's why she's kind of got like a bit of a hazy memory. She doesn't remember Aqua. Right. Not, not a retcon. Uh, right. The idea is that she was experimented on just like just Subject like X, X, who we believe to be Skold. Right. Like I, I said it that like it was definitely Skold. That's not confirmed. That's just right, the but it's con- popular it's, prevailing theory yeah. is that Skold is Subject X. And then in uh, KH2 Final Mix, when um, Xemnas is walking through... The castle, yeah, they like show he goes those all cells. the way down. The cells are real close together. They could have easily like seen each other, talked to each other, maybe touched hands through the wind bar windows. Yeah. No, that was still a little too far for that. Maybe like a fingertip. Maybe like their hearts. I think maybe like ET style fingertip <laughs> action might have happened. Maybe like they they just touched their little fingers together gingerly, gingerly, and they were like. Hmm. We're gonna make this. We're gonna make it through this and this experiments they're doing on us. Yeah. And the the blue haired and the red haired kid are gonna save us. Yeah. But then you're in the video that's they kind of explain why Axel would still see Namine instead of Scold. Yeah. Well, because they didn't really see Subject X's face per se. Yeah, because it was probably dimly lit and there. There's a lot okay, of. Here's a thought, like, actually. Maybe. Maybe the subject X thing isn't as crazy. Maybe it's just Kyrie. It's just what if it's just Kyrie? Could be. They would know though, right? Axel would know, right? No, because he didn't see your face. No. What if? We- well, and that's why. That's another point of it. He didn't bring up what you brought up. Your big brain, five oh. head. Your brain is so big. You yes, have he a did. five head. No, he didn't bring up that it could have been Kyrie. That subject X, right? That well, no, he didn't bring that up. I was, I was bringing. That yeah, up. that's I, why I was I, saying your big brain. Yeah, I, but he was saying that like, subject X could have been slightly triggered for him, even though he didn't know. Because like in the scene where he looks at Kyrie and then he kind of sees Shion. Yeah, I thought that part was bullshit though. Yeah, it was. Did, it's I, a bit of a stretch. I didn't. I didn't follow that part. There were a couple yeah. parts of this video. There was um, it was Bioroxis and oh my god, I'm not remembering the other guy's name. Uh uh uh, something Lux. L- uh, Lunar, Lunar Lux. Lunar Lux. Yes. They needed to work on their audio levels a little bit because one was way stronger than the other. Yeah. Um, but Lunar Lux brought tried to make similarities between Final Form Shion is what he called it, which I've never heard it called that. But that makes sense, I guess. And Scold in their outfits. But nah. Final Form Shion is clearly just Sora. Yeah, yeah. In his, in, you know what I mean? two Sora. in his KH2 outfit. And his point is, well, KH2 Sora wasn't a thing yet because he hadn't woken up yet because Shion was still... And I was like, dude, they made 358 after right. Kingdom Hearts 2. That's just how they designed him. No, what I was saying, though, is he makes a point to reference like when he looks at Shion that like possibly... Because it's blurry. Yeah, because it's blurry. And it could be Scold. It could be Shion. But, like, that would remind him of when he looks. Because he can't really see her, right? Right. It's he when he really would be, like, looking in the cell and can't really see sub right. subject. And I get what he was trying to say. But the real answer to that is he can't see her because he doesn't remember Shion. And he yeah, doesn't remember yeah, Shion yeah. until the fight way later it on. Would, it, it, if that was, like, the case and, like, that was, like, confirmed, that would be, like, cool to think about, though. That like right. that it could have and like two meanings. You know to what? It. If if they would have like maybe like flashed long hair, or something. right? That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. If they had like flashed long hair or something like that, I could see that. But they didn't do anything like that. It was just kind of like this is she. This is she own for sure. <laughs> um, but no. Let's let's go back to my theory because forget their video. It was a good video. Good job, guys. But check it out. Check it out. But 
Hold on. What if what if this is we're, we're making this a bigger goose chase than we need to? What if Subject X is just Kyrie? What if she did the same fucking thing that Sora did with Ventus with Scold? What do you mean? Scold's inside Kyrie. Oh. Well then wouldn't we have gotten Kyrie Scold out when Kyrie was released from Sword's yeah. Heart? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's kind of like a uh, like it's like a big cup, and then you got a smaller cup in there with like an even smaller like cup a, a in it, Russian like a doll Russian doll. Situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but there's like getting smaller. But there's like smaller. at one point there was like three, but inside those there's like two. Oh, hold on, you, you're trying to you're trying to sweep my theory here. <laughs> Kyrie, if Kyrie, what stops Kyrie from being Subject X? Um, Can you think of anything? Well, that she's like walking around outside and she's not in a cell. That's how uh, Aqua sees her. Right, but I guess... That's the only thing. And she's, like, with her grandma and shit. Unless her grandma's, like, not real. Which could be a thing, because, like, when you see her grandma, she's kind of dead-eyed, dude. Yeah, grandma's pretty scary. Grandma's, like, a slave, too. Yeah, you're right. But it depends on the timing (laughs) of that. She's a serf, at least. Because when Ventus meets those two guys, it's a little later on in his story, right? And Aqua goes to Hollow Bash or Radiant Garden pretty early, doesn't she? Well, no, they're all there at, like, the same time, pretty much. That's how they all fight that boss together. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, the the scene with Lee and Isa. Isa! Stop! <laughs> I, every time I say Isa, I'm contractually <laughs> obligated to say that. Obligated. Um, the scene with Lee and Isa is, like, his second trip to Radiant Garden, isn't it? They don't really do second trips in this. No, I'm pretty sure he does. No. Radiant Garden is the exception. That's, like, the hub world. Aqua goes there like three times. If I'm, re- I might be remembering it wrong. I haven't played BBS in a while. Well, because there's the only fights that are there are, um, like the um, break fights, because you fight them twice there. Right. And then I don't remember what Ventus fights. Ventus fights. Well, you got because they, well, they each individually fight the one piece, and then they all come together. Right. But that's kind of like back to back. This is after, though. This is like, remember, he's like sitting in the town square and he's bummed about something. And then that's when Lee and Isa, Isa, stop, mm. walk up. And then he's like, because he's like, he feels like he doesn't have friends. And then he like maybe makes it's friends a, with those guys. Maybe it's after like the Disney town I think it's or after something. Disney town. He goes back for some reason. Mm. Oh no, we should look into it. Yeah, we'll look into it we'll and see if there's more. any discrepancies it, as to why it maybe, couldn't be her. Well, I don't know why they let her go and like have her. Oh, you got to come back to your cell now. Like, well, okay. Here's another thing. I am under the impression that Lee and Isa, Isa, stop, <laughs> are going to the castle for the first time when right they there. go right there because they look up and they're like. Uh, and and Axel or sorry Lee is like, are you ready? And Isa, Isa, stop! Goes, <laughs> I know that you are. And he's like, yeah. And then they go and they like look up at the castle like they like they hadn't done that before. It was like a big thing. That's the vibe I got. That I could be wrong because I actually just watched that cut scene today for some reason. I don't remember why. Hmm. I don't know if someone posted on the Discord. What or a coincidence! Yeah, no, it, it, it's <laughs> it's very kidding. serendipitous. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, that would be that would be cool though, because it's like if that is, 
it would explain like like maybe the reason why that Kyrie when she dies she turns she's a fucking glass. clone dude right that's why she's a clone right and Zaynor knew all about it because right because she's still in his basement right right and no one no there. one decided to oh go my down god no one decided to go down in the cells yet Their skeletons just down there <laughs> fucking rotted Zen this just let it happen uh, wow anyway so uh go check out BioRox's video it's called reconnecting Shion and scold or something like something that. along those lines it's something like that um excellent shout out excellent shout out for bioraxis <laughs> so this next video we watched jason was not very happy mm, with no 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 and no no i don't want to talk about we're, it we're only going to talk about it for a second uh because it's something that we had talked about in the past and related to smash right so hmk made a video about sora's moveset and i'd seen a lot of people on twitter like saying hey wow great video hmk and that wow you really went into detail it's really cool so i said you know what i want to check it out i don't i'm not normally an hmk video watcher because he just so uh, he just grinds my gears the wrong way we're cut from a different cloth we're cut from a different cloth, and mine is much softer and less leathery than his. <laughs> it's less spikes on There's it. Less spikes on it, and red hair dye, but <laughs> and pins. Um, yeah, way less pins. Way less pins. A couple pins. I like some pins here. And there. <laughs> yeah, but like way but, less pins. So, I thought the video was pretty well done. Okay, for what it is, he shows. You know, he he lays out his move set. He shows the different moves in that these pulling inspiration from my only real gripe with it is i saw some people griping about this on twitter too is his final smash he decided to do the union cross scene from kingdom hearts 3 which i think is fine but i think the whole point of sora is that his friends are his power and so right. if you're not going to include any of his friends in this final smash that just seems hollow to me right or at least like have it be like <sighs> Like, you can have things that, like, represent his friends. They don't have to legit be, like, Donald and Goofy. You know what I mean? Like you I can mean, it have... could be Riku and Kyrie, right? Right, it could be that, too. If, if, you, the, if, it's, not the, a... if it's not the lock the keyhole thing, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I What agree. are you doing? I, I know... Ragnarok? Well, here's the, the only thing that... <laughs> I know, spit on Ragnarok. When he said Ragnarok, I was like, you know what? That sounds exactly like Sora's summon in World of Final Fantasy. Because it's exactly what it is. He like casts Blizzard on him, and then he's like, boom, and then the Ragnarok, which is like the Ragnarok is the metaphorical key locking move, right? Like it's it's the representation of the key locking in battle form. Yeah, I could see that. You know what I mean? Because he's shooting something out of the tip of his keyblade. He kind of does the same like thing when he does it, you know. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. So that I can see that. Mm. However, I just think that would be hollow, and that would be pretty disappointing to me. Yeah. If that were, um, if that were his final smash, you had a different. Uh, you you weren't as happy with the video as I was. No, 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 no. Okay, 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 okay. I've played a lot of Smash. Like I've gone to tournaments. Like, I've. 
I'm very passionate about Smash, right? You love Smash. I love Smash. He loves to Smash. In all, gentlemen. every single game. Ladies I, and gentlemen, he loves to Smash. I liked every single game. I played all of them. Like, uh, I, I, anyway, anyway, so that's not the point. You're just it's laying, not out, about me. laying out your relationship with it's Smash. It's not about me. Right, right. We talked about, oh, like, what, what we think the cool moves would be, right? Right. When I really got, like, triggered watching it, it was right. like, oh, and this would uh, do, like, a, a good amount of knockback, and it could kill at, like, or, like, and it would have kill potential, too, right? And I got fucking triggered, because I'm like, okay, it's like his forward tilt, and it's like a... It, it was stupid. It was stupid. Basically, it, what you He said, saying- like, I think... It was like the only moves that I can remember that he said didn't have kill potential were like his jab and like his recovery. So you're saying he made Sora overpowered. He, yeah. It's like, how could you like, there was a lot of things where you'd say it would have decent knockback or it would have like these different properties and stuff. And it's like, even like, I think a majority of people wouldn't have a good idea as to what would be like a good balancing. You know what I mean? Like, you'd have to be, like, a pro. Like, I don't think I'm, like, I can't think of the word, like, uh, capable or, like, qualified to make a balanced character. You know what I mean? Also, the main thing I was triggered about is he was, like, oh, yeah, his gimmick would be he can, like, after he spams a bunch of magic, he can have, like, a... uh, what, what form is it? Change. A for, no, not a form uh, change. A uh, uh, grand magic, grand, right? Yeah. And I was like, "How dare you do this to my boy? Don't make Sora a fucking campy spammer! What yeah. the heck?" Yeah, yeah, that's the a, worst. I think some kind of um, situation command. That's what it's called. I yeah. think some kind of situation command is likely, but I don't think it's going to be just like it is in Kingdom March three, where you spam magic and then you get grand magic. Right. They right. Basically, trying. He was trying to duplicate that. Um, yeah, and I I don't think that would be what it is. Are you saying you can beat HMK in Smash? Is that what you're saying? Oh. <laughs> that, let's get to the heart of this. Are you saying you can beat HMK in Smash? That was the first thing on my mind. Yeah. Are you challenging HMK to Smash? Oh my God. Yes, this is me calling. Oh you out, HMK. HMK, he called you out, dude. You better answer. <laughs> He's challenging you to Smash. Who is the you know the the greatest Smash player in the Kingdom Hearts community? <laughs> that's clear. That's what this is deciding. Yes. So HMK, if you if you're listening to this, which I know you're a secret fan, I know you listen to us every week. If you're listening to this, name the time, name the place. <laughs> Jason's ready to take you on in Smash. One thing that if they don't, if Sora gets into the Smash, right? One thing if they don't do this. I'm uninstalling the game. Oh, wow. When he hits somebody with like a finisher or whatever, and he doesn't say like, come on, yeah, or like he, something like that, I'm uninstalling the game. Yeah, he, he needs to say they need to get Haley Joel back in the studio. Right. Or just take the clips. Just from take the, the clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally, you could take it from like a cage two or cage one. I don't even care, dude. You know what my disappointment would be? Come if, on. When they put cage or when they put Sora and Smash, if they don't do. All these characters, this is it. all these characters that have come have gotten like these ro- like uh, Terry has like forty or fifty tracks oh, from SNK. I, yeah, if they do the two song thing like they did with Cloud again with Sora, I'm uninstalling, I'm uninstalling the, game. the game. I'm uninstalling the game. That's bullshit, man. 
I want my refund. Right. I I I will call Sakurai myself. Right. And I will ask for a refund personally. I think the H this is going to be a first everybody. Oh my god. Get ready for this. I am recommending if you're interested in that to watch this HMK video. Can you believe it? I almost just choked on my kickstart pineapple orange mango energizing Mountain Dew. I am recommending an HMK video. Only 80 calories for Even the whole though, can. Okay, the one, <laughs> now that I said something nice, I got I to gotta hate on him a little bit because <laughs> he, he was doing this thing. It was like he was doing a different voice for the video. It like was a little wanted, weird. Definitely. He wanted it to feel really official. Which I, I sometimes, if I'm doing a video, I catch myself doing that sometimes, mm-hmm. and I go, oh. He, so I get it. Yeah. But he, like, didn't realize it and redo when it. When we were watching it, I was triggered, so I hated I, on this a little bit. It was, I was a little harsh. But he definitely went and watched, like, how the other uh, DLC characters were announced. Yeah. And, like, okay, they talked about this, then they talked about this, then they talked about he this. He did a nice job with the video. Yeah, and he, he went along with how it would be if they announced it actually, right? Also, like, the pacing of it. I felt like he was a little worried um, about how people were going to react to the video because he would say, th- like, he'd show, like, Sora's forward smash or whatever, and he'd be like, there are other characters in the game that have a forward smash similar. Like, he had mm. to, like, justify it to people. Yeah. I, and, and that, that... It was like that a couple times. I a couple times he said, too. Donkey Kong has a... And it's like... Or, or Link does this. And it's like, yeah. dude, you can just There's certain ones where it was like he was referencing it to be like, right. it would work like this. Right. Right? But a lot of times like, it felt it works like, like he was like... Or whatever. He's like, hold on, people that are going to hate on me. Man. This, is, this exists. This is not unrealistic. I think the moves he chose weren't bad. The only thing is, I would turn his back air into his neutral air, uh, with what he, what the moves yeah. that he said. If you've watched it, but I would, I would change his back air into that, and then I would give him a different back air. Yeah, something else. I don't know. I thought it was fine. I, I think if Sora came out like that, the only thing I'd be disappointed with is the final smash. I mean, the man included strike raid, which is OP as shit. Strike yeah. raid's best move of all time. Um, Sephiroth cries in a corner. When he hears, Every time. he hears, oh my god, Mike's gonna play the game and he has strike raid. <laughs> Sephiroth cries in a corner. Cage one Sephiroth and cage two Sephiroth. Uh, cage but, two Sephiroth does not cry. No, he does not. Cage two Sephiroth. <laughs> he laughs. He has a he laughs. super erect heart on when he hears I'm coming to fight him because he's gonna work me for the first 20 times. But cage one Sephiroth. When he hears I have strike raid it's and over. I'm level 99, you have a ton of trouble. elixirs. He's in trouble. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so like I said, go check out HMK's Smash Sora's moveset for Smash if uh, that's something that interests you. Um, I so really there, hope there you they go, do the, the people hero that got thing. Mad that I hated on HMK last time. I said something nice about him. I I hope they do the hero thing, where it's like, yo, this is Sora, and then they're like. Because, like, it's he's similar build, have, like, KH2 Sora as well. Oh, like his different costumes. Yeah, yeah. And then you colors. could do, yeah, and then you could do, like, uh, I mean, like, yeah, he has his form changes or whatever, and that's probably what they'll do if they do it. Well, but I, I think, think it would be cool to have, like, his, like, I think people are going to riot if there's no Halloween Town Sora. You oh, know what really? I mean? I think that that's, like, what I don't know if they'll people do that. really I, like. How many, how many colors does a character normally have? Like, six or eight? Mm, I, would, I would say normally more. Like I think they have it. Excuse me. I think they have at least eight. Eight usually. You can have an eight-player smash with the same character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eight. So I think it's eight. Um, I, 
I think it'd be cool if he had if he had four different looks and then a color variant on each look. Mm. So like KH one Sora, KH two Sora, uh, KH three Sora. Like if they were gonna DDD Sora, if they were gonna do it, it'd be like he would have like the the yellow, the green, and the red. And then they could do final, but then there's not really, like, another form for him. Like, they would have to do a different, like, model almost. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They do the yeah. four models from the three main games in DDD. Yeah. So that's a different model. Well, th- I think it would be hard for the child Sora because he, he's smaller. No, just just make it normal size Sora. Like, don't change his head or whatever, but just put the clothes on him. Oh, his clothes. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just change the clothes. Yeah. Because, I mean, but with the exception of KH1 Sora, he's going to look... It's very similar. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, take KH3 Sora and just change his clothes and put the big old boots on him, you know? Right. That's the thing. The, the boots might increase his hitbox, though. That's the problem. <laughs> he's, got some, he's got some big old honking. <laughs> he's got some chonkers on there, man. <laughs> he's got some badonkaroos. He's got uh, some, like, size 30s on there. Badonkaroos is now. It is, it is. I'm actually wearing my Sora slippers right now. And my feet. You feel like you could bedonk someone. I could bedonk someone. My feet are nice and you toasty. Could stage spike them. Uh, when I when I run in Meteor. these when I run in these people are like, oh lord, he coming. So <laughs> I'm chonking right now. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> so anyway, go watch this video. Go watch Biorox's video. We're gonna take a short break, and in that break, Jason, last week uh, I said. The hottest Disney character was joining us, and I was wrong because this week it's Queen Minnie, and mm. Queen Minnie, hottest Disney character, <laughs> has a State of the Union address for us. Thank you to Vodka for for providing this, and so enjoy that, and we will be right back. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back, everybody, to the Anthem Report podcast, episode number 43. I hope you have your Hot Topic branded Riku hoodie zipped up tight because we're getting right into it. Did you like that? Yeah, I did like that. I did like that. <laughs> Came right off the top. I felt like I needed my Sora one on. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't have my Riku one on. I took it off because I got warm. Mm. Ex- everywhere except my arms. Doesn't really help the arms. Hmm. Not a, actually, not a very good hoodie when you think about it. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't really cover <laughs> parts like your armpits are exposed. That Those are some of the... That's part of your body that you need warm, like yeah. the neck and the armpits. Well, like, I mean, if, if you're sitting down playing the game while you're wearing it, that's all right. That's so you're not sweaty. Well, you and get you, all your pitch you need that, that movement, that range of when motion. When you get enraged, when you get enraged because you got fucking, right. you're playing fucking level one Marluxia data fight, you get hit fucking once and you're fucking dead. Right, exactly, exactly. So anyway, it's time for a special double block of the question of the month and the question of the week. So wait, I have to. Question of the month. And then what's the And the question, question of, of the, the week? week. <laughs> they kinda they kinda rhyme. It's like poetry. It rhymes. They, George Lucas. They rhyme. Uh, oh. anyway. <laughs> no, I didn't mean literally rhyme, but like <laughs> they rhyme. No, no, no. It's no, like no, poetry. No. It you rhymes. Heard it. You heard it. Poetry, it rhymes. For the question of the month starting off. The box says, honestly, all I want in the next cage game is to leave behind the Xehanort saga for good and go 100% original lore with the Union Cross stuff. There were some parts of the old plot that I really liked, such as the inner workings of the organization, the whole plot of Chain of Memories, which is really good, and Roxas' story. But I found everything else from Cage 2 onward extremely forgettable, badly paced, clearly retconned at the last second, and for no real reason. Ooh, no reason. Mickey's shirt, why no mirror, Why? And so I just hope they move away from all that and focus on the key plots, key meaning C-H-I, key plots, and <laughs> characters that have so much potential and are, in my honest opinion, much more likable than the current cast. With exceptions, of course. I still think Riku and Roxas are really good characters. Gameplay-wise, I don't really care, XD. I don't like the gameplay that much, and after replaying KH1 and KH2 last year, I realized I never liked it. Too gimmicky and flashy, which makes for a great spectacle and something I do enjoy watching, but not playing. I guess playing as Riku again would be nice, though. Hmm. Hmm. Jason's face right now, you guys. Hmm. Uh, uh, what an excellent answer. Yeah. One we all can agree on. <laughs> Thank you, The Box, for answering the question. <laughs> Mr. LaBamp says... I'll see you in hell, The Box. Oh, wow, okay. Mr. LaBamp <laughs> says, Yo, all I want to see in the next cage game is Sora use the bathroom. Not in a creepy way, Yikes. but it might add some realism. Yikes. Like, man, this papu fruit is going right through me. It would make Sora more relatable. IBS is a real issue, guys. <laughs> Wait it out yourself, dude. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry you have to deal with that. Wildcat Diana said, maybe not the bathroom, but could we, we could see if the gummy ship has a place to sleep. The next game could start with Riku having a nightmare about Sora and Shibuya, and then you seizing the gummy ship with the Disney trio. Hmm. That'd be cool. 
They got like kind of like a, a triple bunk bed situation going on. Yeah, I like that. It's like Goofy, and then Riku, and then Donald up top because and they are like one's longer and then like middle length and then like smaller. Yeah, smaller, smaller, smaller. Even though Donald dummy thick. Donald is, is he's a thick boy. Uh, just a reminder about the question of the month. You guys can still answer the question of the month until the end of the month, and you will be entered to win the beautiful Marluxia statue as made by Blue Kingdom Customs. It's it's a beautiful, glorious statue. All you have to do is join the Discord, go into the question of the month server or channel, if you will, and type in what your answer is. Like, not going to lie, if you get this Marluxia statue, it's probably going to put whatever else you got on your shelf to shame. Uh, that's true. It's going to say... Gonna that's, say it. It's gonna make you want to order more from Blue Kingdom. That's Not true. gonna lie. Well, because Blue Kingdom told us we could keep this one, and I was like, I don't have anything on my shelf that good except for the Ansem bust that he made. Right. Us. And then I gotta <laughs> order a whole new shelf. <laughs> I literally have to order a different whole shelf to, <laughs> right, to, to, to display it. And I, I don't, I don't have the money or time for that. But anyway, that's it for the question of the month. The Question of the week. Last week's question of the week was, hey guys, let me know of a video game series that you like a lot that possibly makes you feel the same way Kingdom Hearts does. Mm. And if not, just talk about a video game series you like, like whatever. Not every question has to be Kingdom Hearts like centric, <coughs> okay? So <laughs> Bloodborne. Uh spoiler alert. No Bloodborne talking. Oh my here. god. I'm talking about Bloodborne. No, I've never played Bloodborne. <laughs> Shaggy underscore Pac-Man says, a game series I'm passionate about is Kingdom Hearts as Pokemon. Very relevant today. Ooh. The themes of friendship and bonds are always endearing to me. And KH and Pokemon both share those themes. And I made many great friends through both series. So those franchises are near and dear to my heart. I even have this nifty Ash Ketchum hat, who is to Pokemon what Sora is to KH, and he shows a picture of himself with the Ash Ketchum hat. Tight. If you want to see that, you got to join the Discord. You have to join the Discord. We're, we're, we're putting that behind the wall there. We can't <laughs> the just pay show. Wall. The, there's no pay, but there's a wall. Uh, Wildcat Diana says, Sailor Moon, another story. My favorite franchise other than Kingdom Hearts. Themes and type of storyline with similar tropes, and because Sailor Moon games are rare, no matter the quality of the game itself, I cherish it. Hmm. Sailor I've Moon. always heard good things about Sailor Moon. Yeah, I, I have two. It's kind of like... um. I mean, anime has obviously become a much bigger monster than it was in the 80s yeah. and 90s here. Uh, but you would always hear Sailor Moon in the same breath with DBZ or, yeah. or Dragon Ball in general, right? Right, right. Now that's not so much because there's so many other popular animes out there that people... Also, are... like, I don't, Sailor Moon's probably not still going on, right? No, no. Yeah. That, that was... Whereas, like, DBZ is... Well, kind of. DBS. It's DBS. It's a little different. Mm. I mean, um, it's the same thing, pretty Well, much. right, but they, it's only going on because it Like, there was... a large period where it was oh yeah no most you know definitely I mean? it hasn't been non-stop <laughs> after gt they kind of said hey whoa pump, pump the, the brakes. brakes toriyama this is not going well dude um sean's says persona 5 is a tad more serious but the theme of shadow of the shadow self is the same i assume that nomura drew some inspiration from carl young too is it j-u-n-g that's pronounced young right I, I believe so i don't know i think so like the foretellers and the Arsene Wiss. I, I'm bad at pronouncing things today. Nomura seems inspired by old works like many good creators tend to be. The Phantom Thieves want to change the world and do so by changing hearts. Those damn yellow eyes, LOL. 
The Velvet Room is similar to the Realm of Sleep. Mementos is similar to the Realm of Darkness slash Dark World. The theme of young people having the power to change the world. The bonds we share with each other slash confidence. And seducing your, your teacher. No, that part doesn't happen in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, damn. Well, does like Aqua ever try to seduce Ericus? Probably low key. Does Goofy, That's how she passed. Does Goofy ever <laughs> seduce Yen Sid? Definitely. Oh, yep. Oh, I, I dropped this pen in front of you, Yen Sid. <laughs> Let me pick it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, goodness me. I'm not wearing the underwear. <laughs> Goofy. He said, oh, I am. Oh. You just can't see it. <laughs> anyway, Persona 5 is an excellent game. I've never played the other Persona games, um, but I've loved 5. I probably put 80 hours into playing Persona 5. Great game. I played it a bit. You played it a bit. You didn't finish it, but... No, no, not even close. Um, it's a great JRPG. It, it, it's one of those things where it's like... I played it a lot, like, in one sitting. Yeah. And I got, like, all the way through, like, the first dungeon or whatever. Yeah. I can't remember what they're called. Palaces or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yes. And I, I beat the first one. And, like, there's so much tutorial and, like, stuff throughout the whole thing that I was just like, okay, okay. And then I just... I think it was, like... Then Cage 3 came out, and it was like, all right. Yeah, you, I don't know, it's you played it late, and it's one of those games, and I hate when people say this, but I'm going to say it right now. It takes about 10 hours to get good, you know? Like, it's it just... Yeah. It's one of those games that has a lot it of systems. It definitely sets a... It, and it sets a... a uh, it's very story-heavy. Right. So they have to set it up and everything, Right, it sets too. up a story, and it sets up all the gameplay systems, because there's so many systems, but they're all great. Um, so once you get through that, there was a point where I played it and I got stuck at a, I didn't get stuck. Like I could beat it, but I think I like, I didn't save when I should have. Mm. It was one of those, I was in a dungeon and, or a, a palace and I didn't save when I should have. It was a later on one. It was, uh, I don't remember the character's name, but the last character you recruit, it was like the palace for her specific. Hmm. And there was a solid month I didn't touch the game because I was like, mm. I'm so mad that I died, and then I had to, I lost like three hours of progress or uh, something I hate like when that. that so, but then I finally got back into it and I beat it. And I'm very happy I did because it's a very good game. Speaking of Persona Five, the box says you beat me to it, Sean's. I was gonna say Persona as well, despite the different setting, Persona taking place in modern day Japan plus a shadow realm instead of multiple different worlds. The vibe of the two games is pretty similar when it comes to the origin of the power that the protagonist can wield. Personas are the true self of the characters and evolve the more person the more the person matures and becomes confident in a similar way to how the experiences of the wielder affects the appearance and power of their keyblade. That of the inner power is a classic anime trope after all. Now I'm going to cheat with your questions a little bit since it's not a game but a series of novels. But his Dark Materials aka The Golden Compass by Philip Pullman really reminds me of KH, mostly of the new themes and tone introduced in Union Cross. The books are heavily inspired by philosophy, psychology, and religious texts the exact way Persona is. The main characters are children finding themselves trapped in a scheme way bigger than them, and overall the books really captured the angst of childhood and teenage years. Not to mention that the whole plot revolves around evil science men experimenting on children, multiple dimensions, and talking animals. God damn. And the box added, you see, I didn't mention Bloodborne this time. Hope you guys are happy. <laughs> yeah, Persona's dope, and I... I wish I had more time to play it. It's one of those things where it's definitely a time sink. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. If you're on the fence about it, like, watch somebody play up until, like, there's a bunch of playthroughs where it's, like, people don't talk. They just play, right? Go find one and watch up until 
he does the first persona thing where he rips the mask off. And if, really you're not, cool if you're not into it by then, then don't buy the game. Yeah, you won't. And it's not it. very far in either. Also, there's a... Um, I was like, holy shit, I need more of this. It was raw as fuck. I was like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, that scene's really cool. It's that, so dope. I think that's the same scene where I went, oh shit. Like, this like, game's... This game's real. Because at, at first you're like... <laughs> This you're like legit. walking around with this cat person. And you're yeah. like, what is this? Like, this but, is kind of cringe a little bit. And then bit. when he, he takes the and mask it off, real. and you're like, his eyes are bleeding, and you're There's just like, yeah, blood. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, okay, all right, I can get down with this. <laughs> right. Um, there's also a Persona Five Royal Edition hmm. coming out. It's I don't remember if it's out in Japan or if it comes out in Japan, but it's for the Switch. Hmm. And it's like a final mix version of Persona 5. Hmm. So maybe check that out and wait for that. Maybe. Um, and there's also a Persona 5 Muso game coming out. Oh, fuck. And, it was dope, dude. and everybody was kind of hating on it until the most recent trailer where they went, oh, shit, this looks awesome. Right? It's kind of in the same way like Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, yeah. People ended up. Muso games are tight. I, people like were disappointed with Hyrule Warriors because it was like, this is just a Muso game. And it's like. Yes, we know that. That's what. If you don't like those, then you're not gonna like High Rewards. Right. We love High Rewards. Exactly. We love Muso games. We still need to play that uh, Fire Emblem one. See, I don't like Fire Emblem though. M- me neither, really. I mean, I played the. Uh, it was one of the newer ones. It well, was. I like mean, the... I hate Fire Emblem. <sighs> like, if you put Marth in front of me, I quit. Dude, you're just mad because you got spiked by him back in Melee. Dude. Yeah, probably, but you got dunked, straight dunked on, kid. I. I... I probably would like Fire Emblem if I had time to play mm-hmm. it. I heard the new one's really good. But I yeah, I played um I think with the Muso game, with the exception of Dynasty Warriors, because I started playing that as a kid and so I have nostalgia for yeah. like the the uh, romance of the three kingdoms Definitely. style. Um I need I need the theme of the game to be something I'm into. So like High Rewards as Warriors, I love Zelda. Into that. Persona 5 sounds awesome. I'm into that. Oh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts Muso game? Hell yeah. Sign me that up. That would be crazy. That would be dope. You, you, any franchise... They already have like Muso moves too. Right. <laughs> it's just their DM. Oh my God, dude. It, like <laughs> a Kingdom Hearts Muso game would be so easy and so fucking cool. Yeah. And it's just heartless versus nobodies or some shit. Right. You, you, there's so many mob enemies. Right. I mean, the. Um, the thousand heartless battles are basically Muso. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Modes, right, right. Like it's just like just, and those are some of my favorite parts of both the. Let Sora fight Lu Bu. No. Right. <laughs> That's up. not how those games go. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, you could use like the organization members in that Bro, same way. Zigbar would be Lu Bu. Zigbar's Lu Bu. He's Lu Bu. Well, no, no, not Zigbar. Zaldin. Or Zaldin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You knew what I meant. Yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zaldin's Lu Bu. Zaldin is Lu Bu. And then you get pure strength in there, and he's oh. coming through. And you have like the cheesy dual cutscenes before they have a duel. Yeah. Dude, come on. Nomura. Uh, let me make a Muso game. I don't have any knowledge in programming or how to make a video game, but just let <laughs> me do it. Let me just like design it and then someone else can make it. Yeah. The Osaka team can make it. Let Mike just sign My off on it. My favorite development studio, the Osaka team. Exactly. Because everybody else hates on them and they're good. We are on a tangent. We need to get back to the question of the week. <laughs> Sean Dubuino says, I just have the Lubu theme playing in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have the uh, Zaldin theme playing in my head, which is just dead silence because he doesn't have a voice actor. It's just the death noise. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sean Dubuino says, You guys asked us to talk about video games, a mistake. So here we go. Outside of Kingdom Hearts, my favorite video game series is, unsurprisingly, Knights of the Old Republic. Mm. At about the same time I started playing Kingdom Hearts, I also started watching my dad play Coder. 
Now I replay these games at least once a year, and I consider them to be the two best games of all time and Quarter 2 to be my favorite of all time. The original Quarter is like a quintessential Star Wars story. You start out as a lowly grunt in the machine and become the Jedi Knight who saves the galaxy. You've got a cool bad guy with a robot voice, a big space station that needs to be destroyed, multiple planets to explore, an iconic ship, and a fun cast of characters to experience this all with. I don't want to spoil it, even though it's been over like 15 years, but the game also has one of the best plot twists of all time and, like all good Star Wars stories, deals heavily with the concept of redemption. It's the perfect Star Wars story. If the original Coder is the quintessential Star Wars story, Coder 2 is the evolution of the Star Wars story. The story moves away from massive empires with space stations. Now it's about a group of Sith striking out from the shadows. All the Jedi are gone, and now you arrive back in the galaxy. You're no longer a Jedi, but you're going to have to relearn what you forgot in order to face the threat in the shadows of the galaxy. Every single character in this game has a rich backstory and compelling motives. The game has an amazing atmosphere as well. All the worlds feel wrong. There's a strange emptiness to them, but in a way that reflects the state of the galaxy. This game never fails to leave me on edge throughout the entire journey. Every iconic Star Wars theme is turned on its head, picked apart, and explored. No other piece of Star Wars media is like this game. Wow. Except the best actual Star Wars game, Star Wars Pod Racing. <laughs> Followed up. closely by The Force Unleashed. Well, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I've been playing The Outer Worlds, mm. and I've been told, like, I see it as kind of a mix between, like, Mass Effect and Fallout New Vegas, mm -hmm. but I've been told it's actually more of a mix between Fallout New Vegas and Coder mm. 2, specifically. And because, you know, Mass Effect and Coder are both made by Bioware. Right, right. So, um, so I'm interested in Coder. I think um, we don't have a good stream schedule right now. I know people have been asking when we're going to play Dead Space, which Jason yeah. replied next Halloween. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're we're going to plan that out soon. We're going to figure out how we can stream. Right. Hopefully once a week, if not every other week. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a game that we would like to stream. I think that would be fun. Yeah. If we could play some Coder. We, we, got, we have a list in our head. Maybe we'll share it with you guys. We'll do a poll. Once we finish Dead Space, of course, we want to finish Dead Space. Fuck Final and, Fantasy X. Well, and we want to finish Final Fantasy X <laughs> right, too, but I, so I don't know if people actually want to watch that. So mm. that's that's the thing. Yeah, it's true. Maybe we can just finish that on our own time because you just never have experienced the story, and I want you to. Right, so. right. All right. Anyway, we're again we're on a tangent, dude. We are <laughs> we are running wild today. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Mania is running wild on you, brother. Iron Sean says. So my answer might be a little different. Post-KH3, I was looking for a game that would make me feel all the things I did for the KH series. I played Final Fantasy 4, 9, 10, 10, 2, 12, 15, and they were all pretty good, but I didn't fall in love with any of them. 10 and 10, 2 as a whole would probably be my favorite. Surprisingly, Dragon Quest 11 and Persona 5 come the closest. Well, in conclusion, nothing comes remotely close to KH. I've heard Dragon Quest 11's good. Straight facts, my guy. I have it downloaded on my Switch. I haven't touched it because I know that's like a 60-hour game. And I just I look at it and go, I really want to play this. But I have two hours. Yeah. And I don't want to get into it and then not be able to play it anyway. Yeah. Whatever. But I heard that game's good. Persona 5's good. First world problems. I love all those Final Fantasy games you listed. Um, I actually never played 4. 4 mm. is the one you listed. I didn't play 4. Um, but you're right. None of them come close to Kingdom Hearts. 10 and 10 2 are amazing. Um, 12, actually 12 is one that I'm a little, I, I know I played it and beat it. I don't really remember that much about it other than this is okay. I remember thinking that mm. I, I have the, um, updated edition for switch. And so I think I might crack that open at some point. Mm. That might be another good streamer. I don't know. Um, but it has the fast forward feature. Oh, okay. Which is like, hell yeah, dude. 
Hell yeah. Those, if I had to, if I had to play a Final Fantasy game on my PS2, I, I don't want to. I'd rather, much rather play it on a new console with the fast forward feature, dude. Right, or like a just, PC or something. Think about yeah. how f- quick I got through Final Fantasy VIII the other night when I had the fast forward. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, it's just so much better, and it sucks because it's like I feel like that shouldn't be how it is. But Persona has a built-in fast-forward feature in the battle system. Right. Well, it's also kind of like a majority of people who are going to be using that have already experienced. That's true. You know what I mean? And you've already you've already done it legit. You've right. already gone through well, all that. Part of, and you were playing it to get the do the card game anyway. Yeah, so it was like it was, whatever. Yeah, true. Part of the reason I stopped playing Pokemon for so long is uh, you know I grew up on red and blue and gold and silver. Yeah. And then. When I would play the newer ones, I like didn't have an advance at the time, or I didn't have a DS. Mm. I would emulate them, and have the speed turned up. Oh, and so I try would try emulation to play does kind of ruin Pokemon a little I, bit. I would try to play it, but I was like, this is too fucking slow. So with um, I played Blue Kaizo, and like I, you have to like to get through that game, you pretty much have to have the right. speed on because right. you have to run back and heal all the time, right. and like, yeah, I and I. And playing Diamond right now, right? Okay. Which has like probably the slowest, like, uh, what is it? Not mechanics, but well, what the fuck is it? Uh, uh, like the system that actually runs, like, when you hit it, it does the math to be like, okay, how much damage you did, right? It has the slowest of any of the games. Right. And yeah. so. And so I'm a little nervous about Sword and Shield because yeah. I feel like I'm going to. Because let's, let's go. Like I, I got back in with X and Y, and then I hated Sun and Moon, and then Let's Go was like so nostalgic for me, and it's I know that game like the back of my hand, so I can right. just go through it. And, and it, they I, did some things to freshen it up a little bit. Right. I'm a little nervous on Sword and Shield. I, I, I don't. It's out right now. I have a plane trip I'm going on next Monday. Um, I'm gonna play it a lot on the plane, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll, next, next Kingdom Hearts podcast, I'll have a quick moment to tell you how I feel about Sword and Shield. Right. Uh, skills for Hannah says, okay, let me start by saying I am by no means a pro gamer. Mm. You and me both, Skittles for Hannah. I haven't played very many games compared to most people I talk to, and every game I've completed I'm passionate about in one way or another. But I've never played a game that made me feel the way Kingdom Hearts does, and I'm not sure I will. Amen. Amen, sister. It was the first game I ever got super into, and I've never played anything else that made me feel like I did when I started KH. KH is kind of like a, um, a gateway game. Like a gateway drug, mm. like Kingdom Hearts is the weed of gateway games. Mm. It's it's like you start smoking weed, then you start smoking crack. You know what I mean? <laughs> then then you're fucking. You gotta get high. You're again. playing Bloodborne at six in the morning, trying to you know, anyway. uh, trying to play the closest, games without getting hit. Yeah, exactly. The closest I've gotten to that is Final Fantasy. Petition to bring back the Opera Omnia 30 seconds. It's crossed out. <laughs> and even then, they all feel different every time I start a new one. I guess I see every game as a different experience, so it's hard for me to compare them like that. It's not a very coherent answer, I know, but it's the best way I could think to put it. And that there's nothing wrong with that answer. I, um, I there's nothing to me that compares to Kingdom Hearts either. No. There's there's nothing themes. else that have been has been like around for as long, and so it's like there's themes, and then there's like games that have certain art elements that remind me, or like yeah. for example, last week I talked about the Sinara Wild Hearts. You know, just the use of heart in that is, like, very, yeah. like, you know, it makes me think of Kingdom Hearts, but it doesn't compare, mm. you know. Uh, Tyler Tylerim says, if I had to pick a game series I'm as passionate about that makes me feel similar to Kingdom Hearts, I'd have to go with the Persona series. 
Although my getting into Persona series is a bit weird than most others. I started playing Persona at Persona 4 Arena. Two of my buddies were playing and wanted to feel I wanted to feel included, so I ran out and picked the game up. Didn't know anything about the characters, but I had enough fun that I wanted to play the main series. I purchased Persona 3 on my iPad, and I bounced off that game several times. I don't like Persona 3. But I bought Persona 4 Golden a few weeks. I actually owned a Vita, so that was agonizing. And it really resonated with me. The feeling of putting on a facade that hides your true feelings and your friends giving you strength are all things I really relate to. I've heard you mention at least Persona 5 a few times. Plus, the gameplay mechanics are all super solid. I always enjoyed doing... Oh, God. Izanagi only for our scene... Doing an Izanagi only or our scene only run. There we go. Choosing who to waifu, and when you reject someone, they get sad, and you feel bad, and you reload your save and don't reject them. But all in all, Marie's best girl, and so is Akiko... Fuck, I suck with pronunciation today. Akiko Oya, I think is right. I think that's how Oh, say. yeah. Which I'm not I'm not familiar with 4. I've never played Persona 4. I'd like to, but the best version of it is on Vita, and I don't have a Vita, and I'm not yeah. going to buy a Vita. They'll probably re-release it eventually. I think I have I have like a, the PS2 version of Persona 4, because mm. Persona 4 came out for PS2. Jeez. Persona 4 Golden is the edition you want, but it's a Vita game. Damn. So maybe they'll release that sooner or Sony later. Sony be fucking up, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are. Jason, do you have an answer to this question? Yeah, and it's funny like that we talked about it already because it's Dynasty Warriors. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, and particularly like the one that like really got me into because like I played four a lot because there was like four Empires, four Extreme Legends, and then regular four, right? And I remember like having played the game and I knew like the basics of the story. It's like okay, it starts off with like the yellow turban rebellion mm-hmm. and then there's dong Zhuo, and like it was really cool like you're playing through it and especially in empires i think four did it the best because you're playing in that world and you can kind of change how events really right. went but like those events keep happening even like the next event happens regardless of like what you did right, right. um and so like that was always really cool and then when i played seven just like normal where you just go through the campaign it was the first time they added the fourth campaign um, and like extended the story because normally it only does the three kingdoms, but the three kingdoms ends with the fourth kingdom actually popping up and conquering all of them, right? right. So I always thought that was super cool because you play through it and it's set up to play as like you play through um, like at the different the three different kingdoms and then once you beat the three different kingdoms. The last one you do is Way, the last one you unlock, and then the Way one ends because the Jin take over. And I always thought that was super cool because I had no idea. And you're playing through the games and they get you attached to these different characters because the the like voice acting's done really well, the writing's done really well. And I had known these characters like growing up too. And uh it, there's some like emotional scenes, even though it's just like a, a beat 'em up, you know what I mean? Right, like a yeah. hack and slash and like, Oh, like the, one of the Kings dying or whatever. And then like their son is there or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it, it, the, there's the three a lot in the promise and the cherry blossom. Right. Garden. Right. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of scenes where it's like, Oh, it, like, and then when like Zhang Fei dies or whatever, and then like spoilers, dude, right. Like Zhang Fei dies. And then like, it, like they, you see like later like guan yu's like looking at a cherry blossom and he's like right. you tell he's fucking depressed and he just wants to kill like everybody right, right? so 
there's just a lot of things in that game where it's like, God dang, like you want everyone to win, but you know they can't. Right. And because they're all like you're you might have a fair a favorite character in one kingdom, and then they're fighting one of your other favorite characters from another kingdom, and you're like, What the fuck? And you want them both to live, but they can't both live. Right. Wow. But yeah. Dynasty Warrior 7 is GOAT. Well, to connect that more to Kingdom Hearts, in Dynasty Warriors 4, Dong Zhuo is voiced by Richard Epcar. Yes. Who voices Ansem. Yes. Seeker of Darkness. And Terranort. And he so. does a very similar laugh. Yeah, it's it's a very similar voice. It's yeah. more like scratchy. Yeah. But it... But like, imagine very... if he was trying to be more like tyranty fat. evil and fat. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely puts on his fat voice because Dong Zhuo is a big boy. Yeah. Thick um, boy. He's... he's Thicker than a snicker, you know? Um, also, Dao Chan is best girl. Dao Chan is best girl. I agree with that. I love Dao Chan. Dao Chan. Uh, Lubu's a dog. My answer, I've been thinking <laughs> about this as you've been talking, because Sayonara Wild Hearts was my answer that sparked this question. Mm. But as far as, like, okay, so I really love Final Fantasy games, obviously. Mm. Okay, I really, I, I really love a lot that Square um, does, Square Enix or Square Soft, as they were back in the day. Um, and I'm, I'm less about the Enix side, which is like Dragon Warrior and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? But I'm interested in Dragon Warrior 11 because people say it's very good, and I've always wanted to be into that. Dragon Quest? Dragon 11? Quest, yeah. Dragon Warrior was the American name. Mm, so okay. I'm an idiot. Um, like when they first came out, that's what it was called. And oh, okay, okay. Later changed it to Dragon Quest. Kind of like how Final Fantasy VI was called Final Fantasy III here. Oh, okay. Because the other ones hadn't been released. Um, but I have two answers. Okay. My first one's fairly simple. I'm really big in the Castlevania series. Mm. Um, and the reason it relates to Kingdom Hearts to me, it's not a huge thing, but it's like one of the only series where the lore is very important to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I think if you were more into Castlevania, we could do a podcast on Castlevania and it wouldn't be as good. I, I'm definitely into it, but it's one of those things where like to me, having played like Symphony of the Night, like Symphony I want Night them all to the be best. Symphony of the Symphony Night. Symphony is one of the best. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I, I like all of them. I like the classic versions, like mm. 1, 2, and 3, and Bloodlines. I, I like the Symphony of the Night versions where the, they had this run of handheld games that were just incredible. Um, none of them were quite as good as Symphony of the Night, but um, Circle of the Moon and uh, Order of Ecclesia and stuff like that. And I even like the next-gen reboot they did uh, Lords of Shadow. I'm I'm really into that shit too, where they mm. kind of rebooted the story and redid it and did some different things with it to like the story was a certain way. And they so yeah, I'm really into Castlevania. The lore. Netflix show, and, and then there's the Netflix show, which is like taking a different look at it too. Right, that, that show's amazing. Uh, my other answer is probably more legit because really all I was relating that to is that they're both lores I'm really into. Yeah. Um, Chrono Cross probably top three favorite game for me and uh part of the reason for that which people are like chrono cross not chrono trigger i i like chrono trigger but it didn't resonate with me the same way that cross did um cross to me it's about you know a boy named surge and he's got what's a pretty good life on this Island, mm-hmm. they're not islands, but it's like a peninsula. It's like beach. a paradise. It's a paradise, and he's got a cute girlfriend, and then shit just goes bad for him, right? And it's kind of putting that young protagonist into peril and having to, you know, fight their way out and 
make friends along the way and mm. and and deal with things that someone that age shouldn't have to deal with and um there there's a lot of um one of the themes is identity who who are you exactly right right and and you know at the at the end of the day can you look in the mirror and be happy with who you are mm. and i think that's like a more subtle theme in kingdom hearts like it's not explicit but it's like you know sora you know is light he is who he is right yeah, he doesn't yeah. compromise that for anything no where riku has more of a struggle with who are you right yeah yeah are you, are you, you know uh and it, it, i that's you know you've never played chrono cross obviously but that game has just a lot of themes that are very similar and it's a square enix game you know what i mean it's the same yeah. kind of deal um but i really really like that game and um i i i am admittedly it's a way better game than Chrono Trigger. Sorry, everybody. That's that's a hot take. I know that's a hot take, but in my opinion, that it's not even close. Chrono Trigger's fine. It's a good game. It's not Chrono Cross. Mm. And I will fight anybody who says differently. I will die on this so hill. I, yeah, I will abs. I will Lou Boo and kill a thousand <laughs> men just to prove it. But yeah, yeah. So that's my answer. Oh. Uh Next week's question of the week. It's kind of similar, okay, mm. but we're 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 turning to music, mm. contemporary music, not Kingdom Hearts music per se, mm. which Kingdom Hearts some music sometimes crosses over into that because like Simple and Clean is a is a pop song. It's oh a pop yeah, game, right? yeah. I want to know songs, artists, albums. That aren't Kingdom Hearts related that make you think of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Same way we talked about. Or they get you like on that passionate level. Right. They they go, oh man, pulls at my heart the same way this does, or whatever yeah. it might be. So it's kind of the same question. If you don't have a good answer that's Kingdom Hearts related, you can just talk about a band you like or whatever or a song you like. That's fine too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so put that in the question of the week, everybody, and we will talk about that another time. Thank you, everybody, who answered the question of the week. Next up is the Ansem Report Report. We are running long as shit. We are. We are. That was a really good question of the week. Yeah. I, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I thought of it, and it was amazing. <laughs> um, Darkness in Zero. Darkness in Zero. So this explains the dumb nickname, where they were like, we want to include Disney in this, so we're going to call him Diz, and that means Darkness in Zero. Yes. Um, do you think Christopher Lee... Just like rolled his eyes the hardest he ever has in his life when they explained to him what that yeah. was. And he was probably like, I don't care. Just give me the line. <laughs> Just pay me. Just give me the line and pay, pay me. Pay me, please. Anyway, this report kind of details what happened, uh, which is what they all do. But he talks about world, uh, <laughs> world hearts. Which is what they all do. World hearts and how they must be colossal. And he kind of backs up Xehanort's uh, original goal original hypothesis but then he goes on to talk about how his six apprentices or his five other apprentices have pulled into darkness into the dark side not exactly what happened right i mean xehanort stabbed them all right yeah some of them willingly some of them not yeah i i'm interested in um the five apprentices thing because evan sure ienzo obviously 
break Dylan and Alias? Well, doesn't... They were guards, right? Yeah, well, yeah, but, like, Brig obviously has other intentions, but, like, Dylan and Alias, they're, they're, like, so, it's so dumb because it's, like, especially Dylan was, like, fucking just evil as shit. Yeah, as a, as a, as a, um. As a nobody. Yeah. Evil as shit. Right. He was probably the one fucking kidnapping the subjects. Right. Based on that. Right, and then they, in Kingdom March 3, he obviously doesn't talk. They're just they good paint, guy. They paint him as... You know, good guy, good guard guy does his job. Well, even in BBS, they paint him kind of as when those guys are shown, they're they're like guarding the city. Yeah. So I'm confused by the word apprentice there. Yeah. Is that just like some bullshit? Ansem I... sold them to say that, yeah, you're an apprentice for sure. Uh, hey, go on, uh, go fight some heartless. <laughs> hey, I clogged that toilet up in yeah. there. Hey, apprentice, there's uh, a lot of darkness in there. Apprentice alias, can you use that uh, pure strength of yours to plunge this toilet, please? <laughs> uh, so I'm a little confused by the apprentice part of it. And then we still don't know where the fuck Marluxia yeah. and Larxene and Luke Sword endemics came from. Lee. And Isa, Isa, stop! <laughs> were intruders in the castle, and I'm assuming they were captured. And yeah, said, caught. <laughs> well, actually, no. Weren't they willing? They, in that um, the video, Biorex video we watched, he mentioned that they said they were willing because they were trying to find Subject X. Yeah, That's I think why so. They, they willingly went along with it. So yeah. Never mind. It wasn't a captured thing. But um, I think that's what it used to be thought right, of. Right. Old theories. So we're getting somewhere with this stuff. Uh, and he talks about how his name was stolen. Xehanort, his apprentice, changed his name to Ansem. Why do you think, if you if you had a logical guess, why do you think Ansem, or Xehanort, took the name Ansem? Terranort. Um, well, he has the amnesia and shit. And then, well, right, but at a certain point, it's established that his name right, is right, right, right. But like, if it is so, it's like if people had heard, like, okay, Ansem's in charge, right? Then, uh, he uses the name, like, oh, like, oh, is your is your manager handsome around? He's like, I'm man, I'm handsome, <laughs> right? I am the manager, handsome. Yes, that is me. Or it's just like darkness is the heart's truest. I think I feel like I remember something along the lines of like he wanted to spite him. And so he knew he was doing these things that Ansem wouldn't approve of, like Ansem the Wise wouldn't approve of. So he wanted for that work to go down as Ansem's to be like, hey, your leader did this stuff or whatever. Okay, so why did he want to smirch him, though? his name. Why did he want to besmirch him? Because he's full of darkness, dude. But he doesn't know that. He's he's Right, but he's full of darkness. That's not how amnesia works, though. Amnesia is like... Like, remember the episode of The yeah, Office but his darkness where Dwight still gets takes over. and he's nice to Pam the whole time? Yeah, because he wants to actually be nice. No, he, his brain was not functioning properly. <laughs> He had CTE, man. He was, he was. Yeah, but this isn't, this isn't like, this is fucking anime amnesia. That's how it works in cartoons, too. If you have amnesia, you're nicer if you're a bad guy. I guarantee there's like an episode yeah, of like like, Goof Troop or something where Pete gets amnesia and he's super nice to Goofy the whole time. Right, right. But like, at the same time, like. You his, can watch it now. His true Plus. essence is going to come out eventually. So do you think he. Well, I think what happens is like. 
doesn't answer me like what are you doing stop right now like he like condemns him like so and, and that's what i was gonna get at is maybe there's like that trope of what are you doing you idiot i'm mistreating you when really i could just say stop doing that but i'm gonna be a dick about it yeah and then that you're still gonna do it anyway well and and uh he does experiments on xehanort to be like yo what's going on with this guy this guy's weird xehanort volunteered though right 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 but then he, once he finds out there's like some weird shit going on, he's like looks at him different, probably treats him different after that mm. too. Well, I mean, he could treat him any worse than he treats his other apprentices who are just guards, voiceless guards, voiceless guards, or handkerchief wearing shooty guards with eye patches. Yeah. So, I I just think that the apprentice thing is kind of Normir still doesn't know what he was doing. Yeah. You know. So he didn't know that Brag was Luju. Yeah, and it's so shit because it's like he could have just left them out, but then if he left them out, people would be like, "Where are they?" So right. he has to put them in a scene. Right. If he was just like my apprentices, Evan and Ienzo. My... We're talking about even in Cage Three. Like he had to put them in a scene in Cage in Three. Oh yeah. Where people you're would right. be like, "You're right. They're 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 still out there." You're right. You're right. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah. I'd be like, my boy, pure strength and hardest anime boss ever are doing their own thing. But they're they're like the brothers of destruction. Dude, they kind of are, man. They're the ultimate tag team in the world. Anyway, Dun. thank you again to Blue Kingdom for reading the Secret Anthem Report. We appreciate you. Uh, also, thank you to Vadqua for reading uh, the Minnie Mouse ad. We appreciate you as well. So here's the deal. There might not be an episode next week. Okay? And here's why. Uh, Triggered! I am going on a trip for work, and I can't not. Can't not. Like, um, far away trip. I'm going to Orlando, if you must know. He's going I, up I'm, to a farm where he has lots of room to no, run. I'm not being killed. <laughs> uh, I'm going to Orlando for a work trip. I'm going to be gone Monday to, like, Thursday. I don't know what time I'm getting back Thursday yet. And so it's like, it's supposed so to be So it's Friday. possible that Jason and I could sit down when I get home and, and, and record a podcast and have it edited out for Friday. But it's also possible that that doesn't happen because I, uh, my flight gets delayed. I'm comatose uh, from playing too much fucking Pokemon. Uh, yeah, I'm comatose from playing too much Pokemon. I uh, die in a car crash or a plane crash. Check the car farm. crash is actually more likely. He goes to a uh, farm. There's a lot of reasons. So, I we will make an announcement that there's not an episode if there's not one. He gets kidnapped because he um, put light on that Kyrie's probably subject X. If you don't hear from us ever again, we've probably yeah. been kidnapped. Uh, by when Square. I said that Kyrie subject X, I looked at Nomira, who's in <laughs> studio, obviously, <laughs> and he did like a <laughs> like a line across his like throat, a slit throat sign to me. So, and then he left abruptly. Yeah. So, it's possible I'm dead, too. But I am for real going on a work trip. I'm um, just waiting so. for, like, a laser to come across my chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's taking us both out. So, you'll, you, I know. there'll be no announcement if, if Nomira takes us out. Um, <laughs> or it's possible that HMK gets bodied, or Jason gets bodied by HMK and Smash. Never in my and life. And then he never shows his face again. That's also possible. I would have to do that. If that happened Yeah if you got bodied By HMK and Smash It'd have to be like A gauntlet Like We play Like All the versions Of the game 
Oh, so you want to play 64, Melee. Yeah, Brawl. Brawl. Four. Oh, four and Ultimate. And Ultimate. Best is that of five. Four, or is it just called Super Smash Brothers? It's Super Smash Bros. for the Nintendo DS, 3DS, and Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U. What a shitty name. Yeah. But everyone just calls it Smash 4. Right. Anyway, that's, <laughs> we got off on a tangent again. So we tried to do an extra long episode this week, too, just in case... We're not able to do one next week. So if that's the case, I apologize. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. Because I still have to work Friday, too, when I come back. So it's not like I have all the time in the world to just make a podcast and edit it and get it up. Yeah. And not sleep. <laughs> right. So um, we will see. I, I, will, I will do everything in my power to make it happen. But it might not. But I'm also... Uh, not going to have an anxiety attack over not having episode 44. We're also human. We're also human men. And um, and I would never dare do a solo dolo. Yeah, I don't even want to mention the Master of Masters, Jason and the Master of Masters doing one, because <laughs> I don't know that Jason could get the recording started. <laughs> okay, I'm a little more competent <laughs> than that. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Is it going to be a high of a quality? Hell no. <laughs> I said, all right, Addison, don't say anything. You don't want on the internet. I'm not editing this shit at all. I'm just releasing it's it. It's raw footage. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Uh, and hopefully we'll see you next week. If not, we'll be back the week after. I promise. Hit him with it. May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you.